Hello, my beautiful souls. I'm Sasha Navetnaya, and I'm an art astrologer who's also in love with numbers. The goal of this podcast is to show you through numerology that everyone can become successful. And today we're talking about legendary Marilyn Monroe. Numerologically, Marilyn Monroe's profile is 1-7. What are those numbers and how we get them? 1 is her soul number. It comes from the day of birth. Means everyone who was born on the 1st, 10th, 19th and 28th is a person 1. That's an archetype and such people have similarities. Number seven is her karma or life path number. How to count that one? It's a sum of all numbers in a date of birth and you keep summing till you get something in between one and nine. And now it's time to discover what those numbers mean. Number one is related to the planet Sun. And I want to ask you, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about Sun? It is a center of a solar system. And yes, technically, Sun is a star, but in numerology, we call all, all of them planets. Back to the sun. It's the brightest planet in the solar system. It's in the center. Everything else is revolving around. It's the brightest. Can you feel it? People one, they feel from the beginning that they are meant to shine. Sun is a royal planet. And that's also how people one feel. You know, from, from the childhood, they feel that they are somehow awesome, that they just destined to be great, that they somehow own this world and that this world is meant to serve them, that everything is supposed to revolve around them. And now think about Marilyn Monroe. She became one of the most popular sex symbols of all times. She was a top-billed actress for a decade. By the age of 25, she became a remarkable Hollywood star and she came from nowhere, like from very average family. She was receiving tons of letters every week from her fans. She was loved, adored and desired by a gazillion of people. And if you think that it just happened to her, then you are mistaken. As I said, People one have that desire to be in the center, desire for a sort of fame from the very beginning. It 
is in their nature. And yes, Marilyn, she had that desire. But not only desires, she had goals and she was unstoppable. She really knew what she wanted, who she wanted to become, and she was moving towards her goals. She literally created herself. From average looking, I would say pretty girl, she created an iconic look. She became an idol. Nowadays, people still are copying her look. Everyone knows when you see those blonde curls, it refers to Marilyn. So she, let's say she invented herself. She invented the iconic look. How she did it? She studied a lot. She studied the beauty. She studied what was popular, what was actually attractive to people, how to move, how to pose, how to, how to do the makeup. She was studying all that and she was constantly controlling all of her moves all the time. Whenever she was posing or acting, if you look at her movies, you would see that nothing is spontaneous. All of her moves are really well thought. She practiced them. She practiced a lot in front of the mirror that like when she would need to perform, she would look perfect. That's a lot of work behind there. Same with her face expressions. If you look at her early works, I'm speaking about movies, you could notice that she was pulling her upper lip down when she was talking because she thought that to look more pretty, she, need, she needs to have an extra space between lip and nose. So she intentively pulled that upper lip down. And same thing was when she was smiling. She taught herself to smile in a certain way by actually opening a lower lip more, again, for exactly the same reason, to have this space in between the nose and upper lip. So she wanted to look perfect. She studied how to achieve it. She taught herself how to do that. And she was in control most of the time. That's why nowadays we are seeing gazillions of amazing pictures with her. I hope you already see how much work is behind that being a star, being a number one. And I can continue. For example, Legendary Walk. Yeah, people were talking about that. What is the secret? What is behind that somehow magically attractive walk? Some people were saying that she had one heel shorter than another. Other people said that she was practicing to walk with a 
bottle between her legs so she would make her hips move in this very attractive way. Anyway, we don't know what was that exactly, but we know that she nailed it. She nailed to be the person to be talked about. Not only that, she was a very smart marketologist, I would say, if we're talking in terms of nowadays. She cultivated friendships with gossip columnists. So she was using that. She was using social media, if we can say that, to actually become more and more popular. She got it already then that it is super important that people talk about you. And she was giving topics to talk about. She was always wearing quite revealing outfits, which would show the shape of her body, which wasn't really common at that time. It was just the beginning of sexual revolution. And she was, let's say, kind of leading it. And also she was using those publicity stunts, such small things, but it was so effective at that time. As for example, shoulder strap just unexpectedly snapping during the conference. Of course, it couldn't be unnoticeable. And people were talking about that. I think we could say that as a person one, Marilyn nailed her archetype. But why then not all people one become number one in their lives? Well, first of all, actions. Looking back to what I just said, she knew what she wanted and she was determined and persistent. She was always taking actions. As I said, she was unstoppable. She really made it happen because she was taking actions. And during my consulting practice, I see a lot of people, one, who have such great potential and they just don't do it. They just don't put effort. They just don't take actions. They are hiding. They don't want to live according to their nature. And the funny thing, they have a desire, um, sometimes they show it, sometimes they hide it, but it is there. They have this desire because people want, they have this desire naturally, it comes from the beginning. They feel that they are great, they feel that they have a potential, but very often they feel stopped. And what is stopping them? And this is pride. One of the most important lessons for people, one, is ego and its pride. And as I see during my consultations, not so many people actually understand what pride is. Yes, we all know this definition that pride is when you feel better than others. 
and then you somehow put yourself on the top of others. This would be, I would say, the most popular definition of pride. But there are more than 40 definitions of pride. Pride shows up in so many different forms. One of those, for example, would be a lack of confidence. That's also pride. It's just the other way. It's like a swing, you know? If you pull it to one side, it would be like extreme confidence when you really feel that you are the best and you are better than anyone around. But if we pull the swing to the other direction, that would be a lack of confidence when you look at others and you feel like, oh my God, everyone is better than I am. Oh, and then comes the struggle. That's also pride. And yeah, I see a lot of people struggling with this issue, the pride. And yes, we work with that during personal consultations. When I have astrology readings, I do astrology readings, not numerology, because astrology allows to dive deeper and to see much more than numerology. Yet, numerology is fun. I hope you just got it. And yeah, I honestly, lately, I've been feeling that it would be great to actually um, give a workshop about pride because I see how many people are struggling with it. And the answer is the same. Like, there are so many situations, there are so many problems, but the answer is the same, pride. And when you know how to deal with pride, then you can solve a lot of troubles. But let's move to the life path number or karma number, which is seven, and it is very interesting. And you will see how it all is unfolding. Seven is related to a planet Ketu. And Ketu is not a planet. It doesn't have a physical body. It's just a dot. But it's a very powerful, mystical dot which affects our lives a lot, especially if it comes in your numerology. Ketu is the planet of spirituality. Nothing brings you to spirituality like Ketu. And Ketu teaches us through an attachment. Ketu is a very interesting and I would say sometimes a very tough teacher. But yeah, please don't look at it with negativity. Because everything what is happening to us, those are lessons. They are meant for us to become better, to open up, to open our hearts, to start feeling the unity of this universe, to start feeling the beauty of this life. And unfortunately, this path usually requires some pain along the way. So let's look at life of Marilyn Monroe 
and how Ketu was teaching her. If you are familiar a little bit with biography of Marilyn Monroe, then you might know that she didn't know her father. I mean, she met him when she was already an adult, but she didn't know who is he in her childhood. So let's count it as a loss. So she lost her father from the very beginning. And then she actually had sisters. Uh, they were from another father, but they were existing and she discovered that only in her teen ages. So that's already a loss of sisters. I mean, like she could have had them. She could have been not that lonely, but the universe didn't allow that. The loss of mother, well, I think you know that her mother was sick and she had some psychological problems, like serious problems. So she gave Marilyn to like her neighbors and then to orphanage and then to her aunt and etc. 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 So mother never was there for her. And from the very childhood, Marilyn felt abandoned. She felt lonely. Yeah, and that's a very tough lesson. Like, you know, the life was teaching her this unattachment from the very beginning. And of course, that formed her personality and lots of her own mental and psychological diseases she was having later through her whole life. She never had a happy marriage, even though she was married three times. And she never had happy relationship, even though people say that she had a lot of romantic relationship with many different men, but it never brought her happiness. I bet there were a lot of issues in there. And she struggled with loss of a baby, with miscarriage. And as well, people say that she, she had a lot of abortions as well. And if it was so, which is quite possible, that's also quite a traumatic experience when, I mean, like you are losing a child with your own will, but it's still a loss. So she had a lot of losses through her life. And again, I bet we don't even know about all of them. And that's quite a tough life. But why? Why this was happening to her? As I was mentioning, it was actually meant to bring her to spirituality. And it is so sad that there was nobody to help her. If only instead of alcohol and drugs, she would find spiritual knowledges. She would find some wisdom if someone could become a teacher to her, 
provide her some knowledges about how this universe is constructed, what are the laws, how it's all working, how to become unattached, how to find this peace of mind, and maybe we would know a totally different Marilyn. Maybe she would succeed in her desire to become a dramatic, deep actress, not just this funny, sexy blondie. She created that image, but she didn't like it. She really wanted to become a great actress through truly acting. She was reading Russian classics. She was reading Dostoevsky, Chekhov, and she really wanted to play some deep roles, but she didn't have time for that. Unfortunately, her life stopped in a very young age, at the age of 36. And I don't know, is it true or not, but I kind of relate to this idea that when we are not really fulfilling our life path, when we are not fulfilling our mission, what we were meant to do, why we came here, the universe sees us as a cancer cell. You know, cancer cell is the cell who doesn't want to serve the purpose, what it was meant for. And when universe sees the person as a cancer cell, it kind of removes it. So I'm not saying that she was killed by universe, don't get me wrong. But yeah, she wasn't able to find the path. As I said, unfortunately, nobody became a lighthouse for her. And she just couldn't find the way. She just couldn't see how, how to deal with all that. And unfortunately, her life finished in quite early age. Please, <laughs> don't think that this is going to happen to everyone who has a life path 7. No, no and no, not at all. But I think that Marilyn is quite an illustrative example of how you shouldn't do. And I hope you got some hints from this podcast about how it's recommended to do. And usually when people don't follow their life path number, their mission, the energy they are supposed to embrace in the next life, they get born with the same number as the soul number and as a life path number. So I would bet that in the next life, the soul, which was Marilyn Monroe, was born with a profile 7-7. Um, if you have a profile 7-7, maybe it was you, Marilyn, <laughs> in your previous life. Who knows? Who knows? So, anyone is person 1 here or have a life path number 7? Or maybe have the same profile as Marilyn, 1 slash 7. 
Or maybe that's your relatives or friends. Let me know if you recognized someone and you got some insights. You can always find me in Instagram as sasha.navetnaya and you can share your thoughts. I would appreciate that. As well, you could let me know if you have wishes who to talk about next. Thank you very much for your attention. Namaste.